I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Taurus. Sun is at eight degrees Scorpio, opposed moon at eight degrees Taurus. That happens to be on Uranus retrograde, also at eight degrees. Black moon Lilith is also involved in Taurus, one degree. So she's having to say as well. I think that this full moon boils down to facing shadows that we have within ourselves that restrict us from wanting more out of our lives, of accepting more out of our lives, of believing in ourselves, of trusting ourselves in a time of massive overhaul and evolution and change. Probably the shadows that you face are going to involve ways that you have treated yourself in relationship with other people in the past. And I say that because Venus in its own sign in Libra is opposing Chiron retrograde in Aries. That feels like wanting to open up to receiving in relationships, but feeling a lot of ache about the blows that you've taken in relationships previously. And since it's in the first deacon, it's probably going to bring up how you participated in or volunteered or voted for taking those blows, meaning feeling really proud of how much you can endure or saying, saying I'm fine when you've taken hits in relationships or knowing that you needed to heal, but muscling through those kinds of things, how you've treated yourself as a warrior going through life in the ways that we get hurt sometimes in relationships happens to everyone. And then also at the same time, Mercury retrograde in Libra in the third deacon is squaring Saturn and Capricorn. That makes it to where we're trying to figure out and decide on a new way of treating ourselves. And therefore that will reverberate into how we relate to people around us. Deciding a new way of being with ourselves and others that will stand the test of time from here forward. So facing the shadow of what blocks you from really believing in yourself and trusting yourself in finding a new way of living your life. Shadow, when you talk about shadow work a lot out in the spiritual realms, spiritual circles, and I've been saying to people in readings this week, I don't, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable about calling it work. I feel like there should be a more gentle word than work for it. Because if we go into shadow and we go into shadow boxing, then we end up hurting ourselves and we can go into ruminating and self-loathing and regret and shame. And that's not getting us anywhere we need to be. It's a, it's a healing process. Shadow is a part of you that has been hurt that hasn't had your attention and hasn't been able to heal all the way and it's kind of stuck. So I feel like it's important to let the shadows be heard. I keep seeing keeps it, it looks like going up to shadow with a lot of care and gentleness and respect and just asking it why it's there. Like why are you still here? And listening to what it has to say. And I think that 
I think it's important to take responsibility for having not paid attention to our hurts that have been lingering. Uh, I talk a lot in the work I do with one-on-one um, -on -one people and in our Be the Evidence uh, members about using the Ho'oponopono. That's I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, as a way of mending those places that hurt. It, it starts with the, with the sense of responsibility and responsibility doesn't mean fault or blame. It's just noticing that something needs to be healed and so you're gonna go ahead and do it. And in the case of shadow, it's in how we treat ourselves, how we treat this, the parts unseen that we don't talk about, that we try to avoid or put in the closet or under the bed and you just don't wanna look at it anymore. So just hide it. And I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you, I love you. It's not that you caused the hurt. It's that you're sorry that you haven't been listening because no part of you deserves to be unhealed. You get to be whole. And so if we can treat it with grace and respect and love, then it can come out of the shadow and transform into light. This is happening during a time of a lot of chaos and collision and upheaval. Mars is still retrograde in Aries. And so going at this shadow healing, you should not come at it from a place of force and try not to let the feeling of overwhelming circumstances in the collective or things that are, ha that are outside of your control stop you from paying attention to yourself. You don't need to be distracted by big collapses and misinformation and false beliefs and chaos and fighting. You don't need to let that stop you from doing your own inner work. In fact, it's your instruction to go do your inner work. This is first deacon. Full moon is in first deacon. Venus and Chiron retrograde are in first deacon. That's that's you and you. The reason why we're doing this, trying to regain trust and self-worth within ourselves, <clears throat> is because going forward, we're going to need to trust ourselves in real time. We're walking forward towards a grand conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter at zero degrees Aquarius on December 21st. It's called a grand conjunction because it only happens every 20 years. And then the they go through cycles of roughly 200 years where they go through the same element together. So this grand conjunction in Aquarius is gonna begin a, a roughly 200 year cycle of them being in air and awakening is happening. And I've been, I've been saying to people, I think that what's, what we're, what's happening in the rest of 2020 is a series of things are, gonna, are going to occur in the collective that are gonna make it very apparent that we are responsible for humanity, that some greater other isn't gonna come do it for us. We're gonna to have to clean up our mess. We're gonna to have to mend the ties that bind. We're going to have to find a new way of being in the world. Uranus and Taurus. Uranus and Taurus, it's gonna go direct January 14th. And so we're, we're preparing for that. It's retrograde now. It's repair your, your ability to trust yourself so that we can develop a new way of being in the world. And when we get to the Grand Conjunction in Aquarius, you want to be able to step forward in a time of a lot of shifting 
and be willing to evolve and be willing to evolve with the people around you and not be stuck or fixed in old patterns that are 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 staying the same way and not willing to budge because you haven't addressed shadow yet. Saturn and Taurus are fixed signs and that full moon is squaring into where that grand conjunction will be in Aquarius and Aquarius is also fixed. The fixed signs need each other. They need their their oppositions and squares to force them to grow because they all kind of want to stay in their own way of being. So this opposition between Saturn and Taurus is to assist in our ability to evolve into something greater when we get to the grand conjunction at the end of the year. November is going to be nuts. Um, Mercury, Mercury direct is, is not until uh, November 3rd. That'll be here soon enough. It's election day in the U.S. Mercury goes back into Scorpio November 10th. And then Jupiter and Pluto are conjunct at 22 degrees Capricorn on the 12th. Mars direct is the 13th. New moon in Scorpio is the 15th. Mercury's out of shadow on the 19th. It's just going to be nuts, honestly. So we will move through all of those shifts and really intense transits together. But for this full moon, Take a deep breath and be with yourself. Be honest about the places where you're not fully healed yet and let yourself address those because you need to be able to trust yourself. More more and better are on offer, but you need to be able to say yes to it and not not revert back to, oh, I couldn't possibly, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not healed enough, those kinds of things. When life surprises us, let's be ready to let it in. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.